0: in the top four after being top after six games was aston Villa back in 1998 so g money jams Garrett, will everton be finishing in the top four this year
1: everton will not finish in the top four Everton will finish in fifth place maybe sixth i think they will get it together they've had their first loss now they're first of all welcome back Great episode, um, but to answer your question, no, Everton will not make the top four. They might push for Europe, though.
0: I think that I think they're pushing for Europe, yeah. But I that, that was a stat that I heard over the weekend. I was like, no way, man. But who knows? Liverpool losing another centre back. Harry Kane and Ming Son are lighting up this Tottenham squad right now. And, and Tottenham look destined for a run. Aston Villa are still in the top four. Leicester are uh, wishy-washy all over the place, really. They're, they're losing to the teams they should beat, and they're beating the teams that are pretty much 50-50 on the day. It's a crazy Prem season, man.
1: It's, it's it's six games in, so we got to keep that in mind here. Ah. So we'll, we'll We'll keep a little bit of reality in the mix, but let's jump right into one of those subjects you just talked about. Let's talk about Liverpool first of all. Fabinho going down in Europe this week leaves them with one senior center back, Joe Gomez. They're going to have to spend in January, especially if they hear the extent of the Fabinho injury, they're going to need to have some backup. And I think there are some great options in league that they could go to for a slightly lower price than having to shell out a bunch of money on maybe someone that they wouldn't have gone for otherwise. So I'll give you this opportunity. Is there anyone in the Premier League that you think would slot right in and help them in this transition period?
0: In the Premier League.
1: In the Premier League. Let's keep it in-house. Connor Cody. He's already got the links with it. Connor Cody would be a perfect addition. But is he ready to step away from a team that has gotten him into the England setup by playing so so often every week for the shot at Liverpool? Because, I mean, at the end of the day... Connor Cody and Virgil Van Dyke would be a good combination. I think they could go for something a little bit more left field, and I think that Lewis Dunk would be a great option.
0: His name's been tossed around.
1: I think Lewis Dunk would clubs. do a job at Liverpool.
0: I think you go with the homegrown dude, the dude who loves your club. Is is you need at least one of them?
1: He is a Scouser from uh from the reports. Scouser. So I scouser. Scouser, there you go. Scouser from the reports.
0: You hear his interviews. Like he he's he would be a good matchup, man. I, I really think that he would fit in. But you're asking me in the Premier League. I think there's someone who's who's coming to mind right now and it's you know hot off the press right here, but David Alba. A third offer has come in from Bayern Munich and he has not accepted it. His eyes are are wandering. He's I know City flirted world.
1: with him in the summertime. I know City were reading reports. I know City were looking at him because it would kind of kill both a centre back and a left back issue for us, which would have been big. It could do the same thing for Liverpool, but they have recently just bought a left back.
0: I don't. I'm not putting him in left back. I've seen him play centre back for for Bayern on the left side. And you know what? With his age, he's got, he's another year older. He's not that flashy dude down the wing anymore. That's Alfonso Davies.
1: He's not overtaking Alphonso Davies.
0: He can slot in at that center back and, and do a good job for them and also link up with his mate, Thiago. He's got the
1: German connection as well. He's got Klopp. He's got, uh, like you said, Thiago. Bayern Munich days. I like that move. Uh, something a little bit more far-fetched because I don't think he is as popular as he was last, this time last term. I think Soyunku from Leicester. They'd have to pay more for him. Especially mid-season. But I think that would be the age that where you could buy someone like that and then the mentorship that he would have with Virgil van Dijk. Because I'm not completely sold on Joe Gomez. I know a lot of Liverpool fans are and he's been in the England setup up and around it, but I'm not completely sold on Joe Gomez as a as a top-quality defender. And I think if you can come and get someone like Sayunku, who's around the same kind of age maybe a little bit older, around Virgil van Dyke, I think that's something that could be beneficial in the long run he's a
0: tower too Kasa mm-hmm. yuncho yes, that man he can do the job you know he's doing the job right now he's really getting the business done. Name the top duo
1: there's one duo in the league right now that deserves the respect, and it's young Min son, Sonny Boy, and the hurricane
0: Harry gay they. It's clear, right? They've had a good partnership in recent years. They link up here and there, but they're not the force that they're looking like. They're getting it done at Turf more on a Monday night where that's meant to be notorious for the hardest defensive game of the week.
1: Right? But they're making it look easy. Like, yeah. I mean, something about Hyungmin Son in 2020, like, I mean, the guy literally cannot put a foot wrong. Like, when you watch him, you think he's going to score every game. And it looks like he believes he's going to score every game. Like, he can... He can have a game where he's putting in three assists or three goals, vice versa. And Harry Kane's now on the same kind of level because Harry Kane, I think you're kind of, you're, this, is, this might be the point where we see Harry Kane become less of an out-and-out striker and more of a number 10 center forward kind of role.
0: I think he, like, what's happening, and I agree with you here. His That's, passing is ridiculous. What's happening is that Kane is not that person making the run. And it makes sense because if you put them two in a race together, Humming Song wins. He'll Song wins every day. And right? Lucas
1: Moore probably wins so that So now
0: too. Kane's dropping back into the field to pick up the ball and he's got that talent almost like Wayne Rooney did back in his Man United days. You would see him do this all the time. He would play those delicious, juicy balls over the
1: top. Put it out and wide. Hold up play. I mean... Who's there?
0: Nani, Ronaldo to yeah. put it in. Van Nistelrooy to tap it in. Now you've got Harry Kane popping those balls over the top Unto ming Song, they have linked up for four goals against Southampton, two against Man United and West Ham, and now another against Burnley. They have linked up 29 times for league goals in total. I think they could break that this year.
1: I think they will break that. I mean, especially on the form both of them are in right now. I mean, they're just going to be trading stats essentially, and. Once you get Gareth Bale into that mix, you know what I mean? Once he's found his footing back in the Premier League, I think you'll see those numbers spread out a little bit more because I think Gareth Bale will understand the role that he's going to be kind of playing. If he's going to be playing out right, sometimes he might be playing on the left or however they want to use him. It's only going to make more goals for Tottenham. Tottenham are on a nice run right now.
0: I hope Gareth Bale's gone by the time he finds his feet with Tottenham. Uh. (laughs) Harry Kane. And Son, number one duo in the league right now. Can you give me the other four? We, we're kind of throwing some names out there. But first one that really stands out to you, I'll let you have it.
1: This season alone, we can't ignore Dom Lewin and James Rodriguez. And more James Rodriguez on a level of he's kind of spread the goals around among everyone. He's wearing I think an there's... Everton
0: shirt tonight, everyone, just so you know. Some loyalty questions are coming in no loyalty
1: question I'm wearing a Man City training top right now (laughs) there's no question about it but all I can say is James has provided a boost for everyone and Dominic Calvert-Lewin is the main beneficiary of James Rodriguez in that in that Rodriguez
0: and Dom Cal
1: we're talking just this league's this I mean this year's top duos right
0: this year's top duos. Just, I mean, again, you know, we're six games in. We're six games, we're six in, games but in, but so far it's... We I'm need material. D-C-L. We, need, we need material for the week. You know? HD. Material. So here we are. So we're talking about the duos. Top six. After, after six games in, I'm going to give it to you. It's Danny, and it's Ings, and it's Shea, and it's Adams. Them two right now are the reason why... Southampton picked up those points after being down at Chelsea 2-0. They're the reason why they just beat the number one team in the league, Everton. They are linking up very nice. It's Ralph, dude. He's back.
1: I will say this. I made the call on Shea Adams last... Last the, year. At the, uh, the, open, the inaugural House Divided episodes. <laughs> I said Shea Adams would be big, and I was wrong last year. And this year, I'm being proven... Proven one year too late. This is, the,
0: this is the first time I've heard you bring up that name again. So it's been, it's been a pretty long time. He was the,
1: drafted in my fantasy league last year and everything.
0: There we go. Put, we're pulling the fantasy card again. One of the other best duos is Jamie, Vardy, and... Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> the dude has 11 goals in 12 matches against Arsenal. With the header that he just scored. Did you see today.
1: the picture of his shin guards by of course chance over I the dude. weekend?
0: The world has seen it, dude. He's backing it up. He literally did it just for the banter. His shin pads. re chat shit.
1: Get banged. And,
0: again, Jamie Vardy. His initials on the HD slogan. This is why we started the podcast.
1: The goal of HD is to get Jamie Vardy on this podcast. So everyone you know, you need to share this with Jamie Vardy. And Jamie Vardy's wife. And <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you can do to get us on here.
0: That is uh that is murky water right there that you're treading
1: into. <laughs> I'm not talking any kind of murky water.
0: We got we got one more duo. Give me a duo from you and I'll give one. I'll go first to make it easier so I can give you some time to think. I think it's Rashford and Pogba.
1: Pogba, I have Pogba on my fantasy team, and I can tell you for a fact that Pogba has not been providing assists for Marcus Rashford this season. Has him on the team.
0: When they're on their
1: day, them two are lethal, at
0: times unstoppable. And I think you kind of just saw that today after the Champions League match. Rashford and Pogba on my vote.
1: I want. Can I? Can I offer in what I think would be a dynamic duo once they get going? Sure. I would think you would put if you put it on paper and I wrote it out in front of you Kai Havertz and Timo Werner should be a match made in heaven because they play on the same team as each other and moving forward you can only see that chemistry getting stronger and moving forward in the league scoring more goals I mean If you want to talk about recent duos, we could talk a little bit of David Silva and Sergio Aguero action. Rest in peace, David Silva, top of the league with Sociedad right now.
0: He died?
1: Oh, He's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: talk about a Halloween duo. We were talking about it the other night. Give me your best chocolate and your best sweet type of candy.
1: All right. Chocolate candy is undisputed. We're going to go Reese's.
0: Agreed. Uh, Reese's hands down. Can we let's do an honorable mention.
1: I'm an going honorable mention.
0: I'm going Twix.
1: Of course you're going Twix. <laughs> <laughs> we talked the other night. I said Twix and this guy's like, "Yeah, you know what? Twix you're right. You're right." <laughs> I yeah. believe if you're going Twix Oh, it's a great question.
0: It's a good question? Yeah. You got to think about it. Last week's question was I'll the put Kit Seagulls. Kat on the
1: board. I'll put Kit Kat on the board.
0: Kit Kat deserves it, I think.
1: I'll put Kit Thanks. Kat on the board. Snickers was a, was, a, was a sound up there, though. Take
0: five, uh, I'd put it in there, me take personally. But there you go. Take your take top duos, list. you've got Kane Son, Hummers, Dom Cow, Danny Ings, Shea Adams, Jamie Vardy, Arsenal, and well, it's Reese's and Twix, ladies and gentlemen. With an honourable mention of Kit Kat. Happy Halloween. The top four after four game six games, excuse me, are Everton tied on points now with Liverpool. Only in front of Aston Villa and Leicester City by one point. And I tell you what, there's an imposter amongst us. <laughs> I mean, simply put, is it a Merseyside title? You said no, because Everton are actually not finishing even in the top four. Who is for you? Are you going to change it again this week? Or are you gonna? To...
1: I've, never, I've never changed it. I've never changed my top four. I've only changed my number seven. Crystal Palace, I still love you.
0: Okay, fair enough. The bottom three, well, it's the same teams down there. We won't go too much into it. So after everything, G, in this past week, I think there's only really one more topic we need to talk about. And it's a reoccurring topic. Every single weekend. And it actually proved a theory of yours wrong to this day.
1: Okay, I'd love to hear this. I'd love to hear it.
0: VAR. The floor is yours.
1: All right, VAR. Let's, let's dive right into it. How do you fix it? I'm teed up right now, all right? I called last year the VAR be a superhero. And I, to be honest, will stand by that through the thick and thin. But... After a year of complaints and a year of pundits and and people at the pub to even the lowly HD podcast crew bitching about it every other week, the VAR, they have they're not using it the right way. And they need more transparency. There is no consistency in the VAR right now. And I think we've been saying this for since it since it was even a thought, is the consensus is that it is not consistent and we need to be we want the we want the refs to use the pitch side monitors we want the calls that they have in the headset to be vocalized on the network we want to hear what these people are saying and why they're making these decisions because right now it just looks like a bunch of bullshit and the premier league and every other league that's using it needs to adapt look at mls in australia Those are the only two examples that I can use because they're the only two I've actually seen it being done on. When they have a foul, the referee goes to the pitch side monitor. And then you can hear the call between what he is saying and what the VAR official is saying. And it's on speaker. It's on the record. You know who's saying it. There's accountability behind it. Because right now they're just getting away with making bullshit calls week in, week out. And it, it makes you really think like, are we better off with this? And right now, it doesn't seem like that, but I think they can make it, if they use it the right way, into something that will make it a better, better for everyone.
0: What about scrapping it?
1: At this point, it looks like until you can fix it, you need to scrap it, but I don't see them scrapping it.
0: I think they're too far in, and it's a shame because it is costing teams games still. It, is, it has brought up more problems than I think it has solutions. Granted, it has gotten a few solutions, right?
1: I think it does make it fair. I like the fact that they can use it on three occasions. A penalty, a goal, and a red card incident.
0: Potential red card incident. yeah. But for me, dude, it's like... I don't think the referee needs to be going after every tackle. If it's The VAR official needs to be put on the spot... And he needs to be the one to say, I think you should take another look at this. The offside, it is ridiculous now. Mane's goal is the prime example of what should have stayed and how they're getting uh, offside wrong. They're going to the friggin' toenail. The white bit on your toenail is what they're looking at and saying if they're on or offside. And Mane's decision is... They didn't even get right because there wasn't a position of his body I still, I still that was past the never. So, someone needs to be held accountable. I agree with you. But there's just so much inconsistency that it doesn't make sense to keep going on. And it is frustrating because it's going to be Liverpool's go one week, it'll be Chelsea's the next, like this past weekend with. Harry Maguire sleeping with S. Billy Quetta in midair going down to the ground. I don't know how it was in a penalty. You've got your turn next week, probably, here against... Who you play. Sheffield, right? Indeed. So, it's too inconsistent. And it is painful to be on the receiving end of it on your day. Especially when it comes to the big matches. Me, I'd scrap it. I'm done with it. They're not getting it right. There's nothing being changed about it. It doesn't need to wait until Christmas time or until the end of this year to friggin' implement some new policies. I would rather you test something out this weekend than wait another, how many months it takes. VAR, you heard it first. House Divided
1: has put our balls into your court.
0: hashtagging VAR in this episode.
1: Tag them. Let them know. HD (laughs) has put out their opinion.
0: HD has put out their opinion. Let's
1: scoot right into this weekend's. Let's let's just preview. What's going on? Let's go through the list. We'll say who we think. We'll make our predictions and get right into the fantasy fucking fall right after that. Okay, then. You're Starting it. off Friday. You're
0: in control here.
1: We got the Molyneux and Crystal Palace are in town. Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Crystal Palace. How do you see that one going? Good Friday match. Good Friday match, indeed. Um, Wolves take it.
0: Man in form. Wilfred Zaha. But Wolves do take this. They're just on too good of a run right now. However, I'm actually going to retract that statement and and say that this ends in a draw. I think this ends in a 2-2
1: draw. 2-2 draw. I'm going 2-1 Wolves. Next up on the plate, Sheffield United and Manchester City. I think Man City have turned a corner after watching Marseille this week. I think they have a little bit more of a game plan. I think Ruben Diaz and Laporte will be our partnership moving forward. We just need to get some, get a string of games in there so they can kind of build that that rapport with each other. And I think Man City take this one, and we see a little bit more about what we're going to see from Man City this season. I'm calling 3-0 Man City.
0: Chef United need this. They really, really need a result here, even if it's just a point at the end of the day because you're going against these teams in the top six, we're saying nowadays, not even top four anymore because everyone is so competitive up there. They need to get a result against these teams to survive the season. But it does not happen this weekend. Chef United fans, Man City will, I believe, go through and uh, maybe 4 0 here.
1: Oh, put one up on there. Burnley Next Chelsea. Up, Burnley Chelsea. You've said it before I could even get there. You ready to roll? Come on now. Did um, the Chelsea look good today? Yes, they did. I texted you that I think Frank got the lineup wrong. And. A 4-0 victory for what did Chelsea I say? Colin. What did I say? Don't ignore it. Uh, he said no. He said no, he did not get it wrong.
0: He said, I disagree.
1: He said, I disagree. And Which then, is also known as no.
0: <laughs> the minute after that, Calumasano-Doi, boom, go. He got the lineup right. Who knows what he's going to do this weekend. Because he rests players, and now you got a decision on your hands. Burnley. They're going to make you work for it. They're going to make us work for it. They ju- just made Tottenham work for it. And it's at Turf Moor, and Turf Moor's been tough for us, so I'm going one-one.
1: 2 0 Chelsea. Next up, we've got Liverpool. We talked a little bit about them earlier and the defensive struggles they got going on. Liverpool, they West are Ham. hosting West Ham, who are on a great run of form at the moment. What do you see this being? I
0: am gritting my teeth because I feel like one thirty. Have we ever had a one thirty match? I don't think so. There's but some I weird think, times. Though. Yeah, I think um, they like ah. Oh, they're not saving times. That's yep, right. we're back. <sighs> West Ham get it. West Ham get it wrong is what I'm going to say after thinking about it. After that edit. <laughs> oh
1: my God. West
0: Ham get it wrong. I think Liverpool's attacking front three can still even though they've got the injuries that they've got so far they've just got Alisson back in. You've still got Trent and Robertson. Right? The be- the two best wingbacks in the league, arguably. Supposedly. Arguably, I said. Liverpool get it done. I think. Another close 1-0-2-1 win. Who knows?
1: West Ham 2, Liverpool 1. Just so I put that on the record for G-Money Jam's call for that game. Let's bring it to Sunday. Aston Villa host Southampton. Two teams pretty good on form. Aston Villa obviously are a little bit their, their hot streak has ended a little bit but they have a game in hand here to bring themselves back and I think they're going to have a tough time with that, uh, I think Danny Ings is again, firing on all cylinders Danny Ings scores twice in a 3-1 victory
0: yeah, Southampton I think Southampton behind Tottenham at this moment in time are one of the best teams on form in my opinion, so Southampton do take this, not sure what the score is so I'm just going with a comfortable win here. Newcastle Everton, do you want to go? You want to set? You go.
1: Newcastle Everton. Okay. Everton back on the train. I'm calling a, a identical three-one result for Everton. That's Newcastle hard. will not be held out. I think Callum Wilson gets the goal for Newcastle That's early hard. on, and Everton respond.
0: Is, ha- is uh, Hamis back?
1: Hamis is back. Are you sure? He played last week, that's for damn sure. Didn't start him on my fucking Ooh, team.
0: This is 0 0 or 1 0 Everton. I'm going to go with the latter. And the Toffees get it done 1 0.
1: Now for the marquee matchup Manchester United versus Arsenal. This is the matchup that I want to see because I think that Arsenal take this win.
0: Nope. Man United. Man United do it in the typical Man United way. They're going 3-1 against Arsenal this weekend.
1: I disagree. Leicester have just beaten Arsenal at the weekend. We agree. They're looking for redemption, and I think they're going to find it. I'm calling 2-0 Arsenal.
0: Ah, nah. United.
1: Agree to disagree, I guess. United. All right. Tottenham Brighton. Whatever, man. Tottenham Brighton easy one tottenham <laughs> 2-1 brighton always like to score against tottenham though remember 4-1. they did the double over them last year 4-1 4-1
0: i think some other some other actors get in on the act here for tottenham hotspur i'm talking and don Bailey. i'm talking matt doherty with his first goal for tottenham i hope so who sets him up
1: oh you know who sets him up jong min son hurricane and hurricane harry
0: harry kane and in another blockbuster Monday night schedule. I don't know why this team... Clear your books,
1: everybody. Because it's in. West Monday... West Brom, man. ugh,
0: Another Monday night game. That makes no sense to me, looking at it. West Brom are in. No action in midweek. And, and the next fixture here, Leeds. All four of them, actually. Full of West Brom, Leeds, Leicester. None of them in action midweek. you got Chelsea, United, City, Liverpool, Arsenal... Wolves, Leicester, or... Pardon me. Leicester do have action on Thursdays. Right? That makes no sense why they're the Monday night game, dude.
1: Call it out. Call the FA out. Right now. Listen, FA. If you're listening to this, this is G Money Jams talking to you. And I think it's bullshit. Because not only are you ruining Leicester's Mondays, you're taking away my Mondays by making me not want to fucking tune in to watch West Brom versus Fulham. And honestly, I'm sick of the shit. Because... This is a 1-1, maybe a 0-0 written all over it, and I'm fucking sick of it, I think. I think (laughs) put it on a Saturday in the middle of all the other games so I don't have to turn my fucking screen over and watch this bullshit. Watch this game be like a 4-3, 90th minute winner now that we've said it. And you know what? If I have to speak it into existence, I will, because somebody's got to do something about the atrocity that you put on the schedule for Monday afternoon, followed by Leeds and Leicester City. I think that's a good match. I the, like that match. But the, the match before it is absolute dog shit. What let me watch
0: We're never gonna get an answer.
1: Let me watch Tottenham Brighton on a Monday instead of Fulham West Brom. Put Fulham West Brom at like seven thirty on a Sunday morning. So you can not <laughs> you can sleep in, not fucking worry about it, and get on with your day. Uh, Sorry to all of our West Brom and Fulham fans.
0: And our kid listeners who have these fresh young ears.
1: It's time for bed.
0: The profanity (laughs) in that letter is questionable.
1: Profanity is not always required, but it's there for emphasis when you feel so strongly about something. And remember that. You don't go to hell for cursing, but you can put people through hell.
0: This is what exclamation marks are for, to avoid that. Leeds, come back and tie Leicester 2-2 on the Monday night.
1: That makes sense because of how tipsy-turvy Leicester have been all season. They've just beaten Arsenal, so they're definitely going to have to lose to Leeds this week. Right after they beat us 5-2 and then lose to West Ham 3-0 the following week. We're seeing history repeat itself.
0: Just like we're going to see what happened this past weekend. In the fantasy. For game. It's back. This week in goal. Edison. I'm going for a clean sheet. It's the one that stands out to me. That's what I'm always going to do with the goalkeeper. Ed- Edison to get a clean sheet against Sheffield United.
1: I'm going to pick something that I have not picked before. And I'm going to go with Mr. Fabianski in goal for West Ham versus Liverpool. Well, he may not keep a clean sheet. Don't worry, baby birds. I'll get there.
0: You can save the penalty.
1: He will make some astounding saves to keep West Ham in the game when they play. And I'm calling, maybe you're right, a penalty save from Fabianski against Liverpool. That's my goalkeeper in the fantasy football
0: That would be Michael, not yours, though.
1: It's my call still. You make would I call. get a bonus point? You will not get a bonus point.
0: At the back, Michael Keane for Everton. Could get the odd goal in the corner,
1: but yeah, I'm going for a clean sheet like a here Michael again. Michael Keane kind of game. Michael Keane. Mr. Michael. Sir Michael. In defense. I've used him before, but I can't use him again. That's the rules of the fantasy, fucking four, especially this close. I'd want to use Ben Chilwell this week, but I can't. So I'm going to use the other Chelsea right back. I'm going to use Reese James this week.
0: Great call. Controlling my midfield. Wilf Zaha. Man in form. Got penalties to his name now. Who knows? get the assist he'll here to get Palace on the board
1: now that we're at midfields I can make my my money play and my money play is Phil Foden this week against Sheffield United Phil Foden is ready to shine and I think he's going to shine with a goal and an assist on a great great Saturday morning for G Money Jams
0: I think he needs the captaincy I told you this in in less than two years
1: it's too early right now it's too early right now but he will be there
0: up top might be a bit cliche what's the scores on the doors right now you and I 3-3 now has to be
1: did you win this last week yeah I won this last week then I guess 3-3 Harry Kane ugh
0: (laughs) easy soft easy money I'm here to give you a loss I'm not here to tell you what to put in your lineup because we're in drafts Harry Kane is going to be the one to get this w for me this weekend and simple as
1: that fantasy four you want to hear my fucking four no you... no i
0: do i that was like meant to be my
1: my four dunk. okay fine whatever so if you want to go soft picks i'll go soft picks i'm bringing in pierre emmerich Aubameyang to finally break his duck he hasn't been doing well this season but that's all about to change now that he's got the faith and the support of G-Money Jams and the House Divided podcast behind them. Pierre and Mick Aubameyang, get in.
0: And you know what's coming the week after this. Manchester City, Liverpool, and that's House house Divided for you.
1: Well, with that, I leave you with have a great week, and good evening.